Hey, it's Errol, and this is Vocal Defrag. We're going to do like a, a precursor to this in the way that before we hit that path here in South Charlotte, North Carolina, and take that transition walk, I really want to set things up here, and it's, and it's being taken from my daily writing this morning, which was really pretty far out there, but yet it really does act as an anchor, a centralizer of bringing things together when things feel like that they're all breaking apart. And in the writing, he talks about, and so a new day begins. These are more than just words on a page. They serve as a cleanser, a motivator, a listener. To be so murky, unflowable, so much in question is only part of the clearing out of the heart. Putting concentration on the mental ability of expectation requires several avenues of who and what I am and where and why it's happening. I have to live in the present and future while learning from the past, P-A-S-T. Or should I write past as in P-A-S-S-E-D? Because isn't that life? We're constantly passing something. Why do we choose to live in our past, P-A-S-T, and not in what we've passed? Because we didn't spend enough time getting to know what we sat alongside the road. Maybe that's what my writing symbolizes, the documentation of plant life, the moments that grew free while others were forced to take shape. In all things, there's a story that deserves to be remembered for its presence. That's what we're talking about today. The past, P-A-S-T, versus the past, P-A-S-S-E-D. I'll see you out on the path. Okay, we're out on the path. A transition walk. I want to explain what this is because it's not something that we have in our everyday language. I'm in a forest in South Charlotte, North Carolina. We all go through transitions. We just don't learn from them. We don't study them. We just know that we can get into a mindset or a mood swing and we keep moving forward. My father was a very, very moody man. And uh, I missed out on a lot of life because I tried to stay away from him because he was always very, very moody. And I hear it all the time from many people that I bump into about how their spouse or somebody in their family was extremely moody. My sister was very guilty of it as well. And when I would ask her to share with me her transitions, what, what were the triggers? What, what were the things that led her in different directions of thought? Well, she would just say it's just who she is and she wanted people to believe in what she is. That leads me to two words, which is our subject today. Past, P-A-S-T, versus P-A-S-S-E-D, the things that we have passed. Why do we choose to live in a past that we can't change, yet we won't study or learn from the things that we pass in an everyday life and world? We miss a lot in our everyday life. We do. Driving down the highway, my eyes are on the road. My wife is constantly talking about things alongside the road. And I go, I can't take my eyes off the road to see what you're seeing. I think we do that in our everyday walks on a path through a forest in South Charlotte, North Carolina. Maybe on a city street where you live, in your neighborhood. There are so many things along the path that we pass that could serve as the answer to those questions that keep haunting you. Those worries in the middle of the night. Anxiety attacks that make you moody and swingy. Those, those events that you have no answers for. And that's what Vocal Defrag is all about. Asking the questions. Questioning the answers. Becoming more aware of what's on your everyday path. The things that are on your sidelines. What's in front of you. What's in your past. I, I enjoyed that line where I talked about... 
I live in the present as well as the future because I have to be ahead of my game in order to get my game in a game formation. Being out here on this path is mentally putting me in a place where that awareness is put in shape. In shape of what, you might ask? In shape of strength, confidence, courage? Because how many things in your own world do you go into it half-assed? That's a word my father used to say all the time. Quit doing that half-assed. Give it your all. When we only do something half-assed, then we should expect everything to break. Isn't that what most businesses are designing these days? Products that they know are going to break, but yet you will go and rebuy it, or you'll buy it from somebody else. For some reason, you feel like that you need it in your life right now. Right now, I'm going by this area of the forest. I don't know if you can hear it or not, but there's live music in their, in their area of the trees. See, if I were in the car, I would be passing by this energy of live music, guitars, people singing, trying to harmonize. So this is what I mean. Your past, P-A-S-T, versus what you have passed, P-A-S-S-E-D. Little things like this, music in a forest, a squirrel scampering up a tree, little things like that become stories that you can plant inside your heart. In my regular defrag journal today, I asked, where do you get the energy when you feel like you've lost it all? And the mindset that I put myself into was all based on one thing. Being in my moment of now cannot be an expectation I cannot fulfill. Therefore, I live in that place of chance to trust what energy I've got. If it's little or if it's not at all, I still have to be able to meet up with what is required. There's a cool breeze right now in this forest. God, I wish you could feel it. These are the things that we pass by. When in reality, it's Mother Nature's way of saying, I'm going to give you something to hold on to for later on today, maybe tomorrow, where you can feel that breeze touch your skin, give you a little chill with the scent of blooming spring flowers. So what happens is when you step into that area of positive, which was created by something that you passed by, all of a sudden your energy is recharged. Rather than relying on the circles that you have in your present place of now, let's say your energy is low right now. And you're going, oh my God, what am I going to do? I've got to live up to this expectation. Why don't you step into a world that you have passed and recharge that battery? We're ignoring everything around us. We're, we're totally shutting out where we're supposed to be because our tunnel vision has us in areas of, oh my God, I just need a victory. I need to feel good. I talk with the people who play the lottery every day and every day they may win 10 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, but they're never happy. Never. Because this is their thing. You see my home runs, but you never see my strikeouts. See, they're thinking about that and they're putting their minds inside that thought. There's a gentleman, Hector, who gets pissed off at me every single time that he buys lottery tickets because he doesn't understand why life has not given him a winning ticket. He gets pissed off. And so I always want to know, what is he passing along the highway that he's ignoring? And in that process of ignoring, he thinks that lottery is going to bring him happiness. 
what are the things that you are passing by that could really serve as helpful answers on your journey of finding personal growth and personal victory? Is winning the lottery your true answer? Is having a podcast that gets over 1 million hits a day the answer? Is being rich the answer? I know a lot of people who have a lot of money. They ain't happy. They're constantly searching for something. Oh, and when you sit in meetings or you have dinner with, with them and you get out of the subject of working business and dreams and, man, I wish I could do this. I wish we could do that. We need to have a partnership where we can grow together in doing this. And you sit there and you hear the anxiety, the mood swings, everything that having too much brings. Because when you've got too much, do you have enough room to invite anything new? Your past versus everything that you have passed. P-A-S-S-E-D. In front of me, if you could see it, a beautiful lake. Because of the breeze, there's little ripples in it. And I'm just staring at it through this forest. You can you know, see the, the trunks of the trees and the pine needles of the white pines and the elm. The Leland Cypress. It's all there. Springtime. If I were in the car or if I was on a mission just to walk fast, I passed it. P-A-S-S-E-D. I missed out on something that could bring something positive when I feel like I have nothing. Pay attention to what you're passing by. Write it down. Give yourself a mental note. Sure, it's going to take a lot of practice. But you know what? When you can tap into it at a later time, suddenly everything that you're beginning to feel talk about, dream about, is going to have a place that was ignited by the things that you passed. Stop living in your P-A-S-T and start realizing that what you have passed is fuel. Ask the questions, question the answers, and then find your place in your own heart. You're there. You're there. I see you, but I don't get to see your soul. That's that you're the only one that gets that. You have to wake up to it every day and you got to carry it with you every night. Hoping to God that you're given the opportunity to open your eyes the next morning. Ask the questions. Question the answers. That's vocal defragging. I'm Errol.